Hello and welcome to the Game Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Vicini. We are presented by The Athletic. Today on the show, Robbie Calland. He's back. We're doing NBA over, under, win totals. Robbie, we've got the Western Conference left. The, the first episode, I feel like we did pretty well. We we did we we figured out some things on along the way. Like we we learned this one's going to be maybe a bit more streamlined, maybe uh, maybe a bit less at the top. We'll I don't try. know. We'll see what we can do. We'll try. We'll see what we can do. It's we're no, uh, being succinct is never our strong no. suit between the two of us. No, it's not. It's actually pretty not bad. A strong suit. Yeah, yeah. It's not great. Anyway, okay. Let's just let's get to let's it. just dive right in. Let's go. Dallas Mavericks, forty-eight and a half. I have in big bold letters, stay away Under? for this number. And oh. For people who don't know the way this works, Robbie and I will pick an over under for everyone, but we'll let you know the ones that are like actually going on the card. Like last time, we feel strongly about the Hawks going over. We feel strongly about Miami under. We feel strongly about Milwaukee over. I'm like, you know, hesitant on Sam loves him and Sam loves him in Orlando under because he wants to get grimy in the mud late. Yeah. And I'll say this, the the Western Conference, there's one that I think is like my favorite over under. Oh, I'm excited. Like, I'm ever. excited for this. Um, yeah, let's go. There, Ooh, ever. There's one that I think okay. is like wildly mispr- like mispriced. Like, I think it's insane. Lock of the century of the week. Let's yeah. go. Okay, but it's not Dallas. Dallas is like a pure stay away for me. I, I have okay. under here. I don't feel great about mm-hmm. betting against Luca though. Understandable. Totally understandable. I guess my question to you is, this was right about the same pace as last year. And they, they had, I think they had equal parts, a cold streak early and a hot streak kind of in the middle where they were like scalding after the deadline for a little bit and really flew up the rankings. And I think average together i think they were about the right pace so you're talking about a team that was that was right on this kind of 48 49 win pace i think the number's pretty good i'm with you i guess my thing is like did they get did they do anything that makes you feel like they got better like uh, reggie bullock's a fine signing like i think i think that was helpful but like they they didn't address the places I feel like they needed to. But I feel like really? those those are pure playoff concerns though, too. Oh, okay. I I guess I guess I'm a little more skeptical of like you can keep rolling out Jalen Brunson and Trey Burke as much as they need to. Yeah. And and win games in the West. So so like that's not even my worry. My worry is the downgrade from Rick Carlisle to Jason Kidd. Well, there there is also that. That is also in play. Like, I, I'll say this. Jason Kidd's first year in Brooklyn was, like, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, could have been worse, maybe, is the way to put it. Maybe that's a better way to put it. I don't even know if pretty good's right. But, like, that Dar- that was, like, you know, 30-year-old Darren Williams, 32-year-old Joe Johnson, like, Paul Pierce at the end of his career. And they still, like, figured out a way to win 44 games, right? And then he tried to consolidate power, and it didn't go well. Um, then 2014-15, first year in Milwaukee, 
Like that team wins 15 games the year before. And then under kid first year, they win 41. So the first year with Jason kid, like might not be bad. Mm-hmm. It might, it might be after that. That could be a problem. Sure. But the first one might not be okay. bad. Okay. I'm still leaning I, under because I kind of agree with yeah. you that like long term they didn't really fix things. But like this, I, I don't feel good about any of this, to be honest. Yeah, I'm all, I think I'm just like naturally skeptical of Dallas. I feel like I have an under on them every year. Um, and it's just like like they, I don't like their center rotation and I don't like their point guard rotation. And Luca's awesome and he might win the MVP. And I guess if you think Luca wins the MVP, you're probably on the over here. But I also think this number gets inflated because everybody knows how great Luca is. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's right. I just I probably won't bet it, but lean under and it's closer to the card than yours. Okay, here here's the deal. Do you want to bet against Luca? No, see that's why it's not on the card. Yeah. But it's closer. It's kind of the deal. And also Luca doesn't play a style and like this is with the hardest knock on wood in history. But like he plays a style like Jokic where you're not tremendously worried about injury stuff. Yeah, totally. You know, like you talk about a little, little more floor-bound guys. You feel feel comfortable. They're not landing on people a whole lot. So, again, I knocked on wood really hard. I promise this table is solid wood. Mavs people, don't yell at me. It's not my fault. Speaking of Nikola Jokic... Denver, 47 and a half over. good at basketball. I have like a pretty strong over here. Really? Even with Jamal Murray just probably not playing until April. I do. I, I think I like that, that it's just like an organizational they're good, they're bet. Just good. Yeah. Yeah, they're just, they're just rock solid. Uh, Michael, Michael Malone, very good coach. Um, yeah, I think... Their biggest move this offseason was basically like swapping Jeff Green in for Paul Millsap. Yeah, basically. Right? Yeah. Like that's which is like I think a net neutral. I think it gives you some more versatility in certain areas, takes away a little bit in others. I they're just a really good basketball team who know how to win and have institutional knowledge that runs through everything they're going to get as long as they don't have the same point guard health disaster as the end of last year i think you're right so they went i think this team that sleepwalks to 48 yeah they went 15 and 7 without jamal murray last year and you could say that like that might be an aggressive bet for that to happen again and i get that but like but they also did that without like any other point guards too. Like they were fifteen and seven, and we're playing like Austin Rivers real minutes straight off the street. Yeah, and you're gonna get like full year Michael Porter. Hopefully he stays healthy. You're gonna get a full year of Aaron Monty Gordon. Morris. Yeah, Monty Morris will be, is back. PJ Dozier back. Right. 
Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good. T- I mean, their their entire hopes of doing anything in the playoffs rests on Murray coming back. But I think you're right. Will Barton, you're going to get a full think, year uh, of. I, I like. Yeah. Well, Will Barton always misses 18 games. So yeah, that's a fair point. You kind of. You build that in. He's a very slender individual. Very slender. I did like a, I did an Under Armour thing with him, and he is, he is thin. He's a very good basketball player, but he is thin. He takes some knocks, man. Yeah. Um, he'll miss some time, but yeah. I, all right. Solidly talked in. So you're, this one's on the card for you, right? I think it is. I think it's on the card. This one's for on me. the card. I, I just I'm like not, trust Malone. I trust Jokic. They're really good. Like, they're really good. It, it's just a it, it's a it's a sturdy bet. Uh, you know, foundational pieces to the card is what you need. Yeah, it's a this is a good. It's a good call. It is a foundational piece to the card. Okay, like that. Golden State forty eight and a half. I, I have no desire to bet on this number. Hell no! It's like a, it's um, a completely get away from Clay it. plays. Yeah, we, we have no idea when Clay plays. Yeah, uh, we have no idea about Wiseman. Which, like, I don't know if that imp- I don't know if that's for better or worse for your win total bet if he doesn't play much. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Andrew Wiggins is also on this like might not play home games thing. <laughs> if if he doesn't. Go get the vaccine. I'm just assuming so, like, that like public pressure will work in some it's of these get cases. All these guys to like, yeah, play. yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, I like the Otto Porter pickup a lot for them. Like that was great, great upside. But like, if Otto Porter plays more than 41 games, you're thrilled. Yeah, not because of a vaccine thing, but because of like he's just always hurt. I would like to see Otto play a lot because I think he could be really good for this team because he's going to get a lot of open shots and he can shoot it. I don't know. Like, is Jordan, like, how good, like, what a weird team to try to figure out a month before the season. I think that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I don't feel confident in figuring them out. Um, well, where would you lean? Forty and a half is. It feels right. It feels right. I guess I would this lean was under. Last year, last year obviously they were thirty nine and thirty three. So under this pace, yeah. But obviously no clay all year. No. How ma- okay? I'll ask you this question: How many games does Clay need to play for you to feel like it would be over? Fifty. Ooh. Forty-five? Forty? Between forty and fifty, let's say. Okay. So so like here here's the real reason that it's an under for me. Please. If Stephen Curry misses any games, like they're losing. It's, it's in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. If he misses if he misses four weeks, it's an under. The dog is getting after it. I love it at the water bowl. At the just just hydration is happening in the Callan house. Um, I love it. We we got the we got the Tom Herman P chart for the dog. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Good, great teammate. <laughs> great teammate. 
great teammate. No bad guys in this house. You are a bad guy. That was my favorite one. Oh. It was like bad. Is it, it was like letting your teammates down, and then like you are a bad guy. Just like orange pee. Um, I think I think I think I might lean over. Yeah, I get it. I don't it. know because I think I think because I think like you said, like I think I think Clay might play fifty. Like he's an insane person. So they're they're planning on Christmas right now. Is like the report, mm-hmm. and that'd be right twenty games that he would miss. Yeah, there there would be Christmas would be thirty three games. Oh. So yeah, he might play forty. He might play forty. He might play forty. He's he's a crazy person. I don't think he's going to be super into resting a whole lot back to backs. He's going to have to. Yeah, I, I think it's not going to be his choice. Not not the choice. Um. Yeah, I think I think I like enough of what they did that I would lean over. But if again, look, just not a team I want to be involved with. Yeah, if Steph plays seventy five games. It's probably over. It probably is, right? Like, but you're also betting on a guy who turns 34. Playing 72 games. Yeah, yeah playing 75 games. Um, in 2019, he missed 13 games. In we'll have- 2018, he missed 30 games. Obviously missed, like, all of 2020. That was the hand thing. Yeah. Well, like, the hand thing was all of 2020. Oh, the hand like, thing was 2020. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, even yeah. the two previous two years before that, like, 13 game miss, yeah, missed, game. 30 games missed. Like, I mean, he missed nine last year. I mean, if he if he plays 75 games, they go over. I, I have zero doubts about that. It's just... Uh, I don't know. I don't feel fan. We'll ha- we'll we'll have we'll have like mild dissension here on a pick that neither of us want anything to do with. Yeah, that's and, where we're at. Uh, I think that's it. We'll yeah. move on. Let's move on. Oh, this is the one that you love, right? Uh, we're going to take your favorite quick- bet of the century. We're taking a quick commercial break, and then we're uh, then we're going to get to that. <laughs> Oh boy, Robbie. Here here we are. We're we're up to it. We're ready. This is the one. We're talking about the one. This is the one. Houston, the Houston Rockets, their over under win total is 27 and a half. That is 10 games higher than what I would put it, I think. Wow, <laughs> 10. They were 17 and 55 last year, so you're not not far off. And I think really they're bad they're going to be worse. Team. They're going to be worse. They, yeah, I mean, especially because like their entire thing should just be playing all the kids. They got forty games out of the John ball, Wall last year. The ball should be in Jalen. Like the ball should be in Jalen Green's hands every second. Yes, that it can be, and that will be disastrous at times, and it'll be a lot of fun on other times. But they, they finished twenty seventh in defense last year. They aren't finishing twenty seventh in defense again. <laughs> Do you do you remember when I came on this podcast and I took the over last year because I said they would get something good for James Harden? Yeah, it didn't happen. And then they managed then they managed to decide. You know what player we want for James Harden? Vic. We want Victor Oladipo. I didn't even think that was in play. 
because I had the Pacers under because I thought Victor Oladipo was cooked. I was bamboozled. I was hoodwinked. I was led astray <laughs> by the Houston Rockets front office. And I won't make the mistake again. Under. All day. On the card. What do you think this number should be? If the Magic are 22 and a half. Yeah. I, I think 21 and a half. I think they should be the worst in the league by one. Yeah, le- legit, uh, I said 10. I think the number should be 20 and a half. Like, I think, it should, I think they should be the worst. They should be projected as the worst team. If for no other reason, they are the worst team in the West by 10 games? Yes. They're going to get beat up by everybody they play. Yes. 27 and a half is a wild That's number for this team. Preposterous. It's a You're right. I don't know if it's the best bet in history, but it's up there. I can't remember the last time where I went I have a 7 win difference on a team. 7 is so many. I, th- I th- like I said I think it's happened once with the Knicks for me. Like but yeah, that's a lot of it's a lot of wins, man. Like we're gonna get a lot of Josh Christopher. Like Eric Gordon, like how long do we think mm-hmm. Eric Gordon's on this team? Oh, I mean, he shouldn't be there long. Um How long do we think every every adult in that room is gonna be gone? Like Christian Wood's the only other the only one that's gonna be there. How long do we think Daniel House is on that team? I mean they, they I mean they have to have human beings on the roster, but I don't think that I don't think Daniel House is changing my position here. With all due respect. Is is Daniel House their fifth best player? Uh like with are we counting John Wall? No. Because like he's just not gonna no, play. He's, he's not gonna yeah, play. Yeah, he's not playing. So it'd be Eric Gordon. Are we counting Eric Gordon? Yes. Okay, Eric Gordon, Christian Wood Christian Wood's their best player. Yeah, so that's two. Eric Gordon. Christian Wood. Daniel uh, Tice is still there. Is there. Oh, not. Daniel Tice is there. Yeah, so that's three. Jay Daniel Sean Tice Tate's four. Okay. I think I I think I think Jalen's better than Daniel House. Are we sure that he contributes more to winning? Control well, this is I think that's a different question. Yeah. I think that's a different question at the moment, but like Jalen's better. But otherwise, oh, definitely I'm not better sure. at basketball. Yeah, but like, well, yeah, I know, but like, even like better at NBA basketball on the whole. But contributing to winning, not yet, probably. But again, Daniel Dan, Daniel House is not not affecting my my feeling on this at all. I'm with you. They're going to trade everybody, and they're going to be awful. Christian Wood's going to be the only one left of their main guys. But wait, and why, why don't be they? Terrible. Why don't they trade Christian Wood? I think it depends on what they can get for him. I don't. I think maybe you you try to showcase him a little bit more, right? Maybe they so the deadline, wouldn't you showcase him for these first like three months of the season and then might. move him? I mean, you 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 could be right. I just yeah, maybe see if Charlotte comes calling, right? Which, by the way, Charlotte should like if Charlotte doesn't have Christian Wood or Miles Turner by the end of the trade deadline they have failed they need a center yeah like just go get a center desperately just any and like both of those guys fit your timeline yeah go get one of them 
But like, if you're Please. if you're the Rockets, I don't understand why Christian Wood, Eric Gordon, Daniel House are on this roster long term. Because here's yeah, the, Gordon for sure. Like Christian Wood, I think he has a team option for next year, so not this coming year, the year after. Uh, like he be, he'll be on an expiring next year. Like this is the year to move him. Mm. It might he might actually just have I like guess. a full guarantee. It looks like it looks like he's full guarantee. But like. This, this is the year to move him. Like, nobody's going to be real excited about Christian Wood on expiring, whereas I think a lot of teams will be like, hey, we get two years of Wood. Like, let's do it. Okay. And, yes, I said that the way I said it purposefully. That's right. Uh, uh Yeah, no, I mean, this is under. I don't think we need to talk about it anymore. Yeah. No, this is a this is a no. We're, di- we're 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 arguing about whether Christian Wood gets traded at the deadline. This is this is a low point. Yeah, this is a pod. This is an under. This is a like. I, I there's a lot going on this under. I would say more more mortgage. I don't know about how many, that. How many how many bedroom how many bedrooms how many bathrooms? Uh, you know I, we have two extra bedrooms in this house, so maybe two. Three. You you go in, you go in three bed two and a half bath here. Big big. <laughs> Big bets. <laughs> we got. We got big bets. This is not. This is not a one bed, one bath. No, this is not. It's this is at least three and two and a half. Maybe, maybe four and three. Yeah. No. This is. Uh. By the way, we just got a second Sam Darnold touchdown on the ground. Sam Dar- Sam Darnold rushing leader for the week. That's right. Fantasy. That's what we're looking Can't for. Wait. Who needs Christian McCaffrey? We don't. We don't. That's we right. Wheel wheels Darnold back there. Sammy Darnold tied for the league lead in rushing touchdowns right now. Love that. It's actually an accurate statement. <laughs> He's got a game in hand, but I do like that. Oh, he lost a helmet too. Gritty, tough, physical, gritty. Okay, the Clippers. The Clippers. Forty-five and a half. I think mm-hmm. this number is pretty close to right. I'm still gonna say under. Um, this is not one that's going on the card because I don't really want anything to do with it. But if I'm leaning away, I'm going under. Um, see, my my concern here is like I I think there's a floor for how bad this team can be, just given their talent level, and I think that floor might be like forty three wins, yeah. forty two wins, and like that concerns me with a number as close to that, but. I mean, obviously, no Kawhi all year. Um, I think I might lean over. I'm not taking it, but I think I might lean over just because I think people are maybe a little too down. I don't think people realize that, like, Paul George is really damn good. Um, Like, his issues have only ever been playoff things. And I think he's just going to be really good, and they're still a good team. Uh, I th- I think they could win forty six forty seven. Like I don't I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I I agree with you that I don't love this. I'm not locking it up. It's not on the card. But I think I lean over here. I think this is just. I think the value is there at this point on a team that with Kawhi is at fifty two and a half. And like losing Kawhi is significant, but like you're always playing. 30 games without Kawhi as is yeah like that's my thing it's like you're always dealing with a healthy chunk of the season where you don't have that guy so it's not like they have to adapt and learn how to play without their star 
this is a team that knows how to do that because they have to do it twenty to thirty games a year anyway. I I think they can I think and they still clip off wins in those stretches. So I, I think I think they can they can hit the over here. I think this is a touch low. If it was forty six, forty seven and a half, I would be less inclined to lean that way. Um, but I think it's a decent lean, and uh, kind of like the Mavs, closer to the closer to the play sheet than you, but not going on. So. I think that I would slightly lean over if I thought Paul George was a guarantee to play 75 games. I mean, he's missed about, what, like 25 in 2020 and then, you know, 20 last year. Mm -hmm. And he's going to be 32, I believe, in May. So, again, that's like if Paul George misses time, like this team wins 25% 25% of the games that he misses, right? Yeah, I mean, I think... I don't think he misses as much time simply because I think he will do less of the load management stuff that they just kind of, like, would give him games off when he didn't yeah, necessarily true. need them. That's true. So I think you're talking about he's probably missing 12 games I think is a, I, I think he can play 70 games. And I think if he plays 70 games, I think they can win 46, 47. Again, this is not lock of locks, but I just I think there's a little bit of undervaluing going on just cuz everybody goes, "Oh, Kawhi's out there cooked." And I Kawhi's the guy that misses more time to me normally, and so I think it's easier to to just deal with. I think you're probably right on the load management stuff. And that is actually like a pretty big deal. That's like definitely a big deal in this circumstance. Yeah. So like I think I think he he just plays through a lot of that stuff, which maybe means he plays through more Knicks and maybe means he he plays not quite as well sustained, but I still think good enough to get them close to this. Again, I'm not going to take it, but I'm kind of like talking myself into it a little bit, but I, I think I'm going to stay away. Yeah, I'm going under. Um okay. Lakers 52 and a half. The Lakers always get that, you know, Los Angeles Lakers bump. That's correct. I still think I'm going over. Okay. And the reason is, it, is, is it how much of this is the Russ the Russ regular season thing? Yeah, it's Russ regular season. They have the yeah. secondary ball handler with like LeBron to be able to manage some of his minutes. Even if Anthony Davis like misses his typical amount of time, like you're probably still okay with LeBron and Russ in the regular season. Mm-hmm. So, I, I do think over here, like pretty, pretty solidly. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. Is this is a team that adding Russ creates playoff questions, but helps you in the regular season. Like they've added some, they've added some depth. Like they really, they they really have. I, there are there are defense questions for sure, um, but again, I think those are those are playoff questions. They're going to be much better offensively, and uh, I think that bodes well for regular season wins. I think this is um, fifty five win team, barring like disaster regarding LeBron, but. Yeah, and like Russ doesn't play quite as much as he used to, but like Russ is still going to try to play seventy games if he can. Yeah, 
So I agree. I think I think the Russ bump because like he can just Russ will win you like five regular season games. You have no business winning. Like he yeah. did it for Washington. Like they were without. Be- it was like I'm gonna go win this game because totally. he's an insane person, and it's a back to back for both teams. And sometimes it's just who gives a damn, and Russ always does. This is the best. This is the absolute best. I love Russ. Yeah. But this team also like has a reasonable amount of like depth players. Like Carmelo Anthony probably like you know, mm-hmm. maybe helps them in terms of depth. Kendrick Nunn and Malik Monk are like reasonable upside flyers to take. Sure. Um Trevor Ariza is like a reasonable upside flyer to take. Like they need to hit like fifty percent on their offseason mm-hmm. plays, I feel like. Yeah, I think they'll be they'll be fine. Like I said, like I, last year was ugly at times, um, but a lot of that was health, and a lot of that was just like I think they swung and missed on a lot of chemistry stuff. Like they yeah. they completely revamped that roster, and obviously there's a chance this year, but I think figure it you know they bring Dwight back which it's weird feeling like Dwight's gonna fit in better than like Marcus Hall I would never have thought that five years ago ever on any team in any sport um but here we are and uh yeah Dwight knows what he's supposed to do here and that's that's important and last year they were was not everybody being on the same page and knowing what they were supposed to do and what their role was going to be or thinking they were promised a role that they weren't. And I think it, the vibes were bad and I don't think that's going to be the case again. Okay. I'm going over here. Where you're going over because of the rest factor, right? Yeah, I'm over. I'm over with you. I don't know if I'm, I'm locking it up, but I'm going over. I, I think I am also like I think this is like on the ticket for me, over. Yeah, mine's just off. I, mine as of now, not on the ticket, but I, I dig it. Yeah, I think it's um, the right side. Okay, this one I love. This one I love. Okay, Memphis forty-one and a half. I don't mm-hmm. feel great about this one at all. Under. Okay, give me give me some takes because I don't feel I don't feel strongly about this at all. I, I mean, this is a team that to me. Like, had a really weird offseason in which they seemed to just... Like, they treated the offseason like a team that wasn't a playoff team. Like a young team that could afford to just give away some good players to get draft picks and be a salary dump place. And I just... I don't understand that when you have a team that has forward trajectory and momentum on its side and is is growing around this young group and then you say all right we're going to trade you know we're going to trade Valanciunas to move up in the draft and we're going to you know eat and to do it we're just going to eat blood so sorry and then we're going to we're going to bring you know Gasol and just eat that money and like we're just not going to take advantage of an opportunity to maybe try to go out and make a step make a move to take a step forward. And I think if anything, they took a step back. Cause like Valentine's was sensational for them last year. Like, I think he was highly underrated for what he did for that team. And I think losing him is a really big deal. As much as I like Steven Adams, he doesn't bring you the same things. And 
Yes, the idea is you get Jaron Jackson Jr. for a full season, but how many games is a full season for Jaron Jackson Jr.? Um, I don't know. I just, I just, I feel like they took a step back, and other teams around them in the West took a little bit more of a step forward, and I, I just think they are the candidate for me for the most regression. As much as I like a lot of their guys, like I love Ja. Uh, Dylan Brooks has impressed me the last couple of years in a way I didn't think Dylan Brooks was as a player. Um, but like they, they just, I feel like they didn't, they didn't do a good job this offseason in making a young team on the rise get better. And I think that's a missed opportunity. And and I think it, it's going to set them back in a way. Yeah. So. I get all of that, and if I'm leaning, I'm leaning under. Like, I'm totally with that. Here's the thing. (laughs) I don't want to bet against John Morant, Jaron Jackson, like all Dylan Brooks, like all these dudes who Mm -hmm. are like crazy level competitors. Sure. I I, I just kind of can't do it I don't think and I get it I get why you would I get why from from a like just pure roster perspective and from like where they are in the Western Conference hierarchy 100% get that I, I just completely and utterly refuse to bet against this group because they just consistently like are tough. Like it's just kind of a tough-minded team that I think manages. I 100 agree. I don't think well. they're going to be bad. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be bad. I just think they're. I just think they're a sub 500 team in the West. I think you're pro- look like I'm leaning with you and like we're kind of parsing a little bit. But sure, this, is, sure. this is why like I'm not betting it. Right? Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like there's a difference I, between. I, I, totally, yeah. I totally understand. Not agree, but I totally understand. Yeah. Also, um, by, by the way, like I, I'm about to sweat a. Uh, uh, a final seconds uh, Houston drive potentially it looks like with like oh no we got end of game no, no we're, they're, we're they're, they're on they're out of timeouts they're on knees you're good there we go we Winners. got we got a we got a Sam Darnold betting victory and Sam Darnold betting victories just are the best <laughs> we love we love Sam to Darnold in this household um, to the window so. I, yeah, I just can't. I, I can't bet against like the human beings, given that I know that they're going to play hard the whole year. Uh, this is a team that you know has you know, been pretty good the last two years. Like thirty four and thirty nine last year's surprise, or uh, two years ago's surprise. Last year, thirty eight and thirty four, um, winning record in the West. And yeah, Jonas Valanciunas was a big piece of that, but like. It, I, I trust me. I understand. I don't. It's not like I, I, like yeah. it's not a knock on those guys. I think they're going to play hard, and that's going to scare my bet for sure because they will play better. Um, they will play harder than a lot of teams. But I I just think I have some concerns about whether the message they sent this season to the team was what this team needed to hear. Yeah, I feel like they said we're still thinking about the future. And this is a team that, like you said, surprised in Jaws rookie year, then makes the playoffs, and then you decide to just kind of punt 
on the season when you have all this forward momentum with a team. I just don't like that, and I, I, I feel like it sends the wrong message to the team. And I, I just, I just don't, I don't like what happened this summer there. So, like, we're about I, to get to a couple other teams that I feel that way about. Yeah, and I get that. I just wonder if, like, now John Morant will look at this as. Like, oh, shit, like, I don't have the bailout of throwing the ball into Jonas Valanciunas with eight seconds left on the shot clock, and he can just go, like, bury his left shoulder into someone and then take, like, a two-foot mm-hmm. right hook jumper, right? Um, without that, I just kind of wonder, like, maybe he takes the leap. Maybe that, like... I mean, he could. Yeah. He could. I, I, we're going we're gonna to find out a lot about where that shot is. All right. Because, like you said, some of that safety blanket's gone. Yeah, and teams are gonna say you're gonna you're gonna need to shoot. You gotta beat um, us, and they're gonna be nice where he does it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just banking on the fact that it probably won't be more than half of them. Uh, okay, let's take another quick commercial break, and we'll be back to talk about. Uh, uh, a car crash let's go with teams that are down bad <laughs> okay we're back uh the minnesota timberwolves are up next their over under is 34 and a half uh they're over under on general managers fired for or sorry presidents of basketball operations fired for inappropriate relationships and being apparently like not a good person to his co-workers one uh, yeah, yeah uh, what are you doing man what's happening here can't do it just no uh under here for the wolves 34 and a half uh just terrible vibes that's all this is. This is not, like I'm not gonna bet it, but just under on principle. <laughs> this is a team I want to take the leap. This is a team I want to see Cat and Ant and all these guys do well. And I just think they have top two worst vibes in the league. And we're about to get to the other team that's in that. Robbie. I hate myself for this. Are you buying the wolves? I hate I hate myself for this. Lucy has the football, Sam. I can't emphasize enough how much I hate myself for this. Come on. <laughs> you don't I'm not in betting the, it. Don't get me wrong. But in the, in the word in the words of Mad Max, that's bait. <laughs> the Come on. You're look, better this than is, this, Sam. This is a bottom five defense. I know that cheeks on that end this is a this is the top 10 offense probably sam 34 Uh, i i i don't i don't even have a basketball argument for the under i just like just putrid vibes so so like what how does it how does a team with anthony edwards have bad vibes do you know how bad you have to fuck up to do that so like after infuriates me after Chris Finch got there and like was there for a minute it wasn't that bad like they were okay I I won't believe in the wolves till they make me 
I'm not going to bet it because I like a lot of the guys on that team and think they there's talent there. They went 10-9 and nine late. I don't know what that means. Like, I, so you, you, we've done this before, though. Haven't we done this before? <laughs> it like goes like 500 over like a little stretch to end the season, and we go, oh, man, this is the year the Wolves figured out. No, they don't because they're the Wolves. But remember how I, how I talked about the man games missed thing with Atlanta last year? Oh, Minnesota missed a ton. They missed a lot. Like, for sure. Just like, like kind of trust Dar to stay healthy. Yeah, like D'Angelo Russell missed like thirty games last year. Malik Beasley missed like thirty-five games. Carl Towns missed like twenty-five games. Yeah. Even like dudes like Josh Okogie and Jaden McDaniel's missed like ten to fifteen games. Mm-hmm. Like, I I just. I feel dumb. Believe me, mm-hmm. I feel really dumb doing this. <laughs> I've never felt dumber taking one of these over/unders. I think I'm. I think I'm leaning over because I think that like, no, Chris Finch is really good. No, the Timberwolves have it doesn't Carl matter. Towns it doesn't matter. and Anthony Edwards. It's a cursed franchise. Like, they might have two all-stars. Cursed franchise. Doesn't matter. Two all-stars, 33 wins. I feel dumb. I feel dumb. Believe me. I want to move on. I don't want to... That's fine. Here's the thing. I don't think either of us have, like, a good argument for it, other than, like, just feeling. Yeah, totally. Isn't that that the Wolves' experience? But, like, so here's a feeling. Like... Gerson Rosas, like very clearly, it seems like, may, like had a role in making the vibes bad, right? Sure. Maybe removing him makes the vibes Maybe better. Maybe it does. It might. God, there's so many ants in here. <laughs> it's, good, it's good. It's good because we got Ann Edwards. Speaking of ant. Okay. Uh, the New Orleans uh, Pelicans, 39 and a half. Under. I also have under. This is not under. quite on my ticket, but it's close. It's it's, it's threatening to make it. Uh, worse vibes than the Timberwolves. I don't think In that far. Like, oh yes, David Griffin has not been fired for inappropriate relationship and but, well, like not but being a great thing, but boss. He's not gone, but he's not gone, and apparently they don't like him. Uh, as much as I like Griff. In my interactions, they are not apparently super big fans. Yeah. I don't... I hope Willie Green succeeds. I want to say this. Hawk legend Willie Green, a joy to cover. I hope he succeeds. I hope he does well. And you you can... I can see where there's some good things. Zion, great. Brandon Ingram, getting buckets. Defense, I like Valanciunas improvement upgrade, like really good player. We just talked about how important he was to Memphis. I think he's going to help them a lot. I I don't know who they defend. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure who they defend. They're probably diminishing point of attack. And Kira Lewis, like I like Kira. Who's defending on this team? 
Yeah, I think Trey Murphy is pretty good on defense. I think Herb Jones is good on defense. Najee Marshall, like those guys aren't going to play a ton though. Right, that's the thing. Like you're you're naming like six, seven, eight guys. That's yeah. not what you want on the top of the good defenders list. Yeah, I, look. <laughs> and like it's Valanciunas an can play good defense. Valanciunas can play good defense in a team setting. We saw yeah. that in Memphis. There is not a team setting of defense yet. He's there's no system for him to figure it out and be play a role. It's not going to be pretty. And like, also, it's just the West. Like, there's just got to be some teams that take some lumps. And I, I think, in the middle, New Orleans is one of those teams for me. So, like, they have Zion and Brandon Ingram, both of whom are like all star ish players, right? Zion's definitely going to be an all star this year. Mm-hmm. They have Valance Eunice, who I thought was like a top six center last year, something like that. Yeah, They've, six eight. Yeah. Sadoransky, Josh Hart, Garrett Temple, Kyra like Lewis, Trey Murphy, Nikhil Alexander Walker, who I think is like legit really good. You can play a little bit. Najee Marshall and Herb Jones, who I also really like and had a first round grade on. Like Roll Tide. That's like eight dudes that are like legit rotation-ish players. Fantastic. That's a thirty seven win team. <laughs> They're not. They're not going to be awful. Like they're not going to be. Ter- I'm not sitting here going to be like, yeah, they're going to get a top five pick. But like, they're just not in that tier. So here, here's me. what worries me: is are there diminishing returns on having both Jonas and Zion, given the way that those two are so dominant around the basket, and given that mm-hmm. both of them score a ton on post ups. Like you can't yeah. post both of them. I would like, like to see what you gonna have, you gonna have Zion on just one play block. volleyball over the top, just play volleyball <laughs> over the top over the key until like one of them feels like they're in good position to finish. But I kind of love this idea. Yeah, run Zion a weird, tri- a weird oh triangle where you just keep throwing it out to the top and reposting on the other side. It's like it's like a three-two defense. Just set up like a three-two defense on offense and have Zion on one block, Jonas on the other block, and then just like zip it around, throw it down. Zip it around uh, after the kick out, back out. Throw it down to Jonas on the other side. This is what we need. Only Willie twenty four seconds us. on the shot clock, folks. Willie Green, call us. We have some. <laughs> we have some concepts to consider. We have some concepts. Can you, can you imagine how pissed off Brandon Ingram would be being like in the corner as they post Zion and Jonas every other possession? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I'm with you. There's some. There's some. Uh, some questions over fit. As well as just bad vibes. Um, it's real bad. I like Willie Green, though. I hope he succeeds long term. Okay. Um, yeah, we're both under here. You might have convinced me to ticket this. You, you, you might have convinced me to ticket this because. Uh, I mean, you I think, start listing off all those names. I'm like, these are these are solid. This is a solid 37 win basketball team that you're just naming right here. I think that uh, this next team, though, might also be on the ticket. Heavens to Betsy. <laughs> Is this our first Heavens to Betsy? Just shout out Heavens Scott Van Pelt, man. Betsy. Oh, That's my God. Is there, a, is there a better person? Like, just a king. A king of kings. Just the absolute the greatest. Dude, the, thun- the Thunder are 
23 and a half. Under. Should we just should we do should we play should we play the game? Should we just read the roster for the people? Do you do you have the roster in front of you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I was going to say how many names can you name on the Thunder? Oh. Without looking at the roster. Prior to doing this, I like I'm going to be 100% honest. Prior to doing this, it would have been like 8. I think. Yeah. I think I, I probably could have got to 10. I don't know if I could have gotten all 15. Oh, there's no, no like chance. I, I would have forgotten about Gabrielle Deck. I would have forgotten they brought over Vic Krejci. Like, when they had them, um, I forgot about like Paul Watson. He's on a two way, like, he doesn't count. Yeah. So, so but like yeah, the, so the got, starting the starting lineup here is Shea, Lou Dort, uh-huh. Darius Baisley, yeah, Derek Favors. I would think starts, mm-hmm. and then po- Poku. I don't think it'll be Poku. I think they'll bring him off the bench. Mike Start. No, it'll be like some wing. Um, like it could be like Isaiah Roby, maybe. Could be Kenrich Williams. Kenrich would make sense. I think it's Kenrich. Kenrich would make sense. Kenrich is like actually a good basketball player, of which they have not a lot. Sam Darnold has the biggest goddamn head in the world. Boy's got a dome. <laughs> he has a dome, man. Boy's got a dome. Him and him and that's that's he's got like yeah, it's kinda it's a Daryl Morey esque dome. <laughs> Daryl Morey's head is so big. Like when I would go to like Getty to find photos of Daryl, it's always it was always like him sitting next to Tillman. <laughs> and like he just he just engulfs Tillman with like his size. And it was hysterical. Uh, Daryl's a big dude. Just, I'm not like not like making fun of it. like just like he's no he's like a big, a big dude dome. yeah he's definitely a large a big individual shouts yeah. to the I, I missed the ping pong tournament yeah and, and like I'm not making fun of Sam Darnold like I, I am no like, he's just got a dome I am you're just like, looking at television yeah in terms of my finances in terms of my like bragging rights with my college friends like I am financially invested in Sam Darnold's success yeah he's and he's been great to start of the year look at yeah. Sam look at winging that thing. But yeah, the, the boys got the boys got a melon, for who, sure. Who played the most minutes on the Thunder last year? Dort. Nope. Oh no! <laughs> I think I might be out of guesses. Teo Maladone. Oh, I like Teo. Yeah, they got some. They got some. They got. Rookie they got their money. Him. They got their money's worth out of his contract. Yeah, the, the top five that, minutes that, getters. That boy, was making, that boy was making minimum wage per minute. <laughs> the top five minute, minutes getters uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Teo Maladone, Darius Baisley, Lou Dort, Kenrich Williams, and Isaiah Roby. That is a five-win team. It's hideous. That's so bad. SGA is so good. Shea is amazing. So good. And yet, this is an under. And here's the thing. I think Mark Daniel, their coach, 
or Dag, Dagno. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I think he's I'm great. The, I'm the one who comes on this podcast and butchers, butchers name, Sam. You can't be the one doing this. Yeah, no. Uh, That's my role on this podcast. I think he's great. Like, I think he's, like, actually really fucking good. I'm sure he is. They this were is like competitive at times before they shut Shay down, but it, I don't think it matters. This team this, is so bad. This is an under. Him. This is under. Like they, because like, and they know what the goal is. Yeah. And it, Mark knows what the goal is, and everybody on that team is aware of what the goal is. In the last twenty games of the year, if they are twenty and you know twenty and forty, I still feel fine. They they are they're shutting Shay down. Three and seventeen. Rest of the way. Let's go. Charlie Brown Jr. Minutes happening. That happened. Hawk legend. Hawk legend. Um, just like just Trey Man. Just good luck. Go get like, buckets. Maybe like Mo- Moses Brown minutes happened last year. Shouts to Big Mose. What a lar- speaking of large individuals, Moses oh, Brown. My heavens, enormous he is a human. Huge human being. <laughs> I remember the first game I watched where like he. I was like. I was like, my God, who is that mountain of a man? What a behemoth. Josh Hall played like 300 minutes last year. Dude, they're, they're, they will play. All right, here's Josh, a more Josh Hall. Josh Hall last year shot right. 30% from the field, 10% from three, Oof. 50% from the line. Mm-hmm. That classic 30-10-50 yeah. famed famed uh slash line that's a that's a 90 line <laughs> that's right just add it all up 90 uh all right here's a here's a more fun over under with the thunder more wins or players who play 100 minutes oh god oh no last year it was 22 mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. 21 last year it's 21 this is a better. This is a better. This he call me Vegas. I can get you much better lines. Bet MGM. This is the Robbie Callen special right here. Come on, add it to the add it to the list. The Callen special. Because all right, I think over. Get, I think I think so. Because they will probably move favors if he asks. So that gets you a couple guys in. If someone comes calling about Kenrich, I could see him moving him. You're going to have some cuts. You're going to have some, you know, pickups. Presty likes to work the work the old waiver wire. Yeah, man. I think I think they can get back in the 20s. For sure. Two ways, well, call-ups, all kinds of stuff. I don't know this team wins 15 games, like, first and foremost. Dude, so, like, they are, they are, it's, it's, it's rough. Out of respect to Shea, I'm going to say more than 15, but that is yeah. because to he me, is that good. To me, this total should be, like, 19 and a half. Um, you, do, you think, do you think it should be – so you think it should be worse than Houston? You think they're worse than Houston? Because you had 20 and a half. Yeah. I do think they're worse than Houston. Yeah. Wow. I'm not sure. I think it, I think it should be right around the same. 20 and a half, 20, 21 and a half. Yeah. It's going to be close. Like, I don't but think it's going to be bad. Wildly wrong, but they're both they're both bad. Yeah. 
Um, Going to be some fun tanking at the end of the season between those two. Yeah. Okay, Phoenix. Okay. Uh, 51 and a half. This number seems like pretty close to me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. That's the, I mean, they won 51 last year and have 10 games to get more than that. However, I think every single player on Phoenix had almost the ideal season last year. Would you say that's Well, I, I think the critical thing is that Chris Paul played 70 games. Chris Paul did play 70 games. That was a lot of Chris Paul. Yeah, like Chris Paul played 70 games. Devin Booker played 67. Mikael Bridges played 72. DeAndre Ayton played 69. Um, like basically everyone played every game. Um, they were third in terms of like fewest games lost due to injury. Um, so, yeah, like I just find it unlikely that they will stay that healthy again. Mm-hmm. Now they get 10 extra games mm-hmm. to play with. So like maybe that'll be fine. Like I don't I don't know for sure that it won't matter. But I'm just like a little bit uh a little bit concerned about that front, I would say. Yeah, I uh I think I lean over because like you said, I mean, like it's 10 extra games. Even if they're probably three games worse than last year's pace, they still get there. Yeah. Four yeah, games look, worse. I, four games, I leaned, four games I worse. I leaned over as well. Um, yeah, I, le- I lean over. This is not, I'm not locking it up, though. This yeah. Card. That's just a really good basketball team with some good depth. That's really all I got. I mean, it comes down, it comes down to Chris Paul's health. And whether campaign can keep doing what he's been doing, but this is now a season and a half of this from campaign. So maybe he can, but that is certainly the concern is like if campaign takes a little step back and Chris Paul doesn't play as much, that's where, that's where you're scared of it for me. Anyway, you do get a real backup center in JaVale, which I wonder Mm -hmm. like if that can help them like win an extra game or two. Honestly, sure. like, like they, they just did not have an option there. No, as, as much as I like Dario, like, it was... Yeah. It was tough, and Dario was great to start times. the year, but, like, by the time, like, February rolled around, it was like, oh, no, this is, like, actually a problem. Yeah. So, um, this, this number's right. I, I don't know mm-hmm. that we need to belabor it. Like, I, I just... fifty-one, no, fifty-two. This is fifty-one, fifty-two win team, yeah. I think. I would lean towards the 52 side. So, again, yeah, lean over, but correct line. Yeah, if they stay totally healthy, I think they like maybe win fifty five. It's just that, sure. yeah, it it sure. might it's really. All, yeah. it's, it's all in play. It's anything you could talk me into anything from like forty eight to fifty five as yeah. reasonable. So lean over. Okay, uh, Portland forty four and a half. Uh, I mean, this, you, we talked about it with you talked about it with Memphis, but like a team I hate betting against is Portland. But I I don't know. I I, I don't like what they have going on at center beyond uh, Nurkic. That's still a concern. I, I think they'll probably play some Nance at five if Nurkic misses games. Like I, I think that they can cobble together a backup center spot now with Nance and Zeller, if only because yeah, like Zeller, Zeller's Zeller's there. But how much yeah. he plays, who knows? He's 
he's good for 50 each year. Um, I, I mean, I did like the moves they made. You know, Nance is, Nance is good. Um, you still got Rocco there, so that's another small ball five you can play if you need to. Yep. You lose Melo, so you lose some scoring punch, but you add more defense in Nance. That's kind of the trade you make there. Yeah. I think this number's right. I also think this number is about right. I think maybe I lean under at 44, but like... Yeah. I don't know. So I, I lean over here just because, you know, CJ McCollum missed 47 games, right? They still went 42 and 30. So yeah. they were on pace for like 46, 47. No, they'd be on pace for 47 at that point. Yeah. Oh, no. No, I did math bad again. Uh, they'd be on pace for like 48, I guess. We're getting there. We're getting there. Just counting upward. Um, so they'd be on pace for like 48, even with mm-hmm. CJ McCollum missing. 27 games like yeah. Yusuf Norm's Nurkic good. missing 37 games you get a full year of Powell although like that kind of offsets with Trent Powell's a little bit better than Trent mm-hmm. um, I, I think lean over here but I don't feel incredible about the over like I think that the number is about right yeah I'm, I'm with you I, I can see that um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick with the lean under but you make good points <laughs> Still don't have a backup point guard. Oh yeah, I God guess they bless still him don't. if Dame. God bless him if Dame misses time, but that's that's a caveat all the time with any uh, yeah, I mean, So if if Dame misses time, they're done. It's, you know, but that's always yeah. that's always lingering over all of these, and so yeah, I'm not expecting that. But I, I think they're 44 to 45 wins. So good number, good job, Beth MGM. But the th- the thing with Dame though is like he's missed under ten games every year of his career. Yeah, like, I mean like the dude's the dude's an Iron Man. Like I'm I'm a hundred percent with yeah. you. Like I lo- that's why I'm like it's not a huge. Okay, let's move to the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento the numbers thirty six and a half. I don't know. Like I <laughs> I don't know. Sure. It's it's yeah, a number. I got nothing for the Kings, man. I got. I mean, they're. I don't think they are bad. I don't think they're good. I think they're the Kings. Like I, we do this every year with them. If you, the Kings are a Rorschach test. If you want to see good in them, you can. If you want to see upside, you can. If you want to see the ways it all falls apart. Because they're the kings, you absolutely can do that too. And as such, my default with the kings is to lean under, despite liking a number of their pieces, but not bet on them, because having financial investment in the kings is one of the worst things you can do in the NBA. So, I think I lean under here. Mm-hmm. I don't feel great about it. I don't really have King's takes. I'll, I'll just be honest. Like, no, I mean, like, I want this just... team to succeed. I think Tyrese Halliburton's good. I think that like Davion Mitchell is good for sure. I just don't know how you sure, play all weird three fit. of those together necessarily. One hundred percent. Weird fit. Love De'Aaron Fox. Good player. Yeah. I don't know what Buddy Heald uh, looks like. Part of this too is like 
I think they do they trade somebody? Yeah, like I think they're like ripe for a trade in a real way. So I want to stay away mm-hmm. from that. I, I just don't know. And the right move for them to make would be a trade that kind of makes them fut- is a future facing move, and you move on from Buddy Healed and or Harrison Barnes. Yeah, and if you do that, then it's definitely an under. Yeah. So. I think more more outcomes than not are on the under with the Kings, but I'm I'm not gonna bet it because I don't I don't want to have any investment in them either way uh, because that just seems like a miserable existence. Yeah, I don't. I like to watch the Kings because they got some fun guys. Yeah, like shout out to Aaron Fox, shout out to Avion Mitchell. Like I actually really like Harrison Barnes. Rashawn Holmes Rashawn is super Holmes. fun. Yeah, great player. But I just just. They got pieces, and they have never been able to know how to fit them together, and I don't think that changes this. Yeah, I want to stay away. I want to stay away from this entirely. Uh, Okay, the San Antonio Spurs. This is a low number. Sure This is is 28 and a half. I I go over. So... I think I like like it a little bit. Maybe more than I should. So you're you're thinking this could be on the ticket for you. Not at minus one twenty five. Yeah, gross. MGM, how dare you? So like, but yeah, I mean, they've got, you know, Dejounte and Derek White are. It's a nice backcourt still. Doug McDermott will help them have some spacing. Um, Lonnie and Kelton and Devin. A, yeah. Jakob Pertl's a really good defensive center. He's not much offensively, but he's really good defensively. I think they're still going to be a solid defense. If they can come up with anything offensively, they can win some games. It's still pop. I I just, like, my default on the Spurs is going to be over if it feels close. Because, like, again, a team that plays hard, if Thaddeus Young plays all the way to the trade deadline, I actually kind of love this. So I lean over. I, I definitely think over here. I don't know though. Like it, it's hard for me to like. I think this team is like more talented than a twenty-eight win team. Like I think they are. Like this is a better team than Cleveland at twenty-six and a half. Like mm-hmm. definitely better than Houston at twenty-seven and a half. Yeah, definitely. Um, like we think this team's probably pretty close. I don't know. Minnesota's a lot more talented than this team, I guess though. Minnesota is a lot more talented. They're just Minnesota. Yeah. I I just is I this, just think they could Is this team that far from Sacramento? Like 8 wins worth? I mean, I don't I mean, I don't think so, but the Kings are significantly more talented in certain spots and have more like vet like veteran spots in particular. But like I, I'm a fa- like Derek. Like I think Derek White, if he plays a full season, like I think that's that's big. Like he's missed a lot of time, and like if he can get if he can get healthy, he can get right. Uh, him and Murray, I think, make a nice a nice little backcourt. They've got some young peaches. I think we're both Keldon Johnson guys. Um, I I I like this team more than this number would indicate what they should what. Vegas thinks they are. Um, I don't know if at minus one twenty five, I like them that much more. 
Well, like here, would you bet them minus 110 at 29 and a half? Um, at minus 110, I think I would take it. Like if you could get 29 and a half at minus 110. I think I would. Yeah. Just push the number up, man. Just push the number up. Come on now. I, th- I feel I feel pretty comfortable that this is a 31 team. I think I do too. I think it's probably like a 32 win team. But I, I like I think this number should be like 31 and a half. Like I don't think it should be like should this number 30 I think 30 and a half. I think 30 and a half would be reasonable. Yeah. Two more wins, but if it's my rule basically is like if it's two wins higher, like I feel good about it. Yeah, like they're they're not this much worse than Washington, are they? No, I don't think so. Like five wins between them and Washington, that's a lot. Or Toronto, given Siakam's injury. Yeah, no, I agree with Six that wins? too. Seven wins, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I think Spurs comfortable over if you can get it not juiced like crazy. I would endorse it. Yeah. Okay. Last team. Utah Jazz. 52 and a half. I kind of love over. I kind of love this number. I think Utah over over this is what this is like this is what the jazz do man they win in the regular season you're telling me that they're gonna win the same number of games as they won last year yeah come on like they were healthy but they weren't that healthy like donovan mitchell and mike conley both missed 20 games Mm mm-hmm You're telling me that like Derek Favors like is the difference here. I mean, it's the same team. It's the same team, Robbie. It's the same yes. team. Yes, I think people are down. Uh, this happens a lot with Utah, where everybody gets down on the Jazz because like they look like crap in the second round or the first round of the playoffs, and they forget that this is a regular season betting number. Over. Over, 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 over. I don't I don't understand how this number is so low. I don't know, let's just take it and be happy. I appreciate it. They won fifty two last year. That's correct. Like why is this number lower than Milwaukee? It's purely because Milwaukee won the title. Like it has to be, right? Like, Milwaukee was not as good in the regular season. No. And, like, and we talked about how Milwaukee's usually really good in the regular season. And, like, Utah's been more consistent in the regular season than Milwaukee at just, like, winning a lot of games. This is over. I don't. They're going to be a top three seed. They're top three seed in the West, minimum. And that's 53 games. I'm so confused. I'm so confused by this number. Trot to the window. Sprint to the window. Don't trot. Sprint. Over 52 and a half. Like this this number should be 55 and a half. Yeah. I'm with you. I think this is this is this is a miss by a considerable margin. Like they might win. This team might win 60 regular season games. 
I would say it's more likely they win 60 regular season games than they win less than 50. I don't... And if you're putting the number at 52 and a half, then that's an O for all day. I just don't don't understand it. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't get it. Because it's not like... It's not like anybody's like figured them out or something. No, they were elite on both offense and defense. They have Rudy Gobert. They're great. And they make threes at a better clip than any team in the NBA. And they're really good at not allowing threes. Yes. Like they're just, they do the things that win you regular season games better than anybody else in the NBA on a more consistent basis. I don't. Give me the over. I don't get it. This is a confusing number for me. The only team that should have a higher over-under are the Brooklyn Nets. I agree. I completely agree. And and honestly, I would feel more comfortable with Utah than Brooklyn because of all of the stuff Brooklyn has going on. Yeah. Even though they're a more talented team. Like, the number one seed to me is one of Utah or the Lakers. Yeah. And, like, you could talk me into Phoenix being in the conversation. And then I think it's Phoenix and Denver are like the if they get go nuclear, they could be in there. But yeah, I mean like if one of those teams is up there, it's not because Utah or the Lakers stumble, I don't think. Yeah. I think it's because they just are out of their mind against other teams. Okay. So the Utah Jazz, like we're in on the Jazz for sure. Um I would say on our ticket here, we've got I've got Denver. I don't know if I feel like incredible about Denver, but like I'm, I'm good enough. I like with it. Denver. Yeah, like it, it'll. I can play it. It'll be a, a, a little like sprinkle on Denver, right? Sure. Uh, Houston will be my biggest bet. Like I, I don't that that number is unfathomably high to me. With you on that, um, I. Th- I have the Lakers on the ticket. I don't know if I will take it at the end of the day. I have... I do not. The Pelicans on the ticket. I don't think I will take that. I have I have Memphis on my ticket. You have Memphis. I also have the Pelicans. Yeah, you're definitely on the Pelicans. I'm like a little less sold. You did sell me pretty I well, though. Th- we both have the Thunder. We both have the Thunder, and we both have the Jazz. Yes, that is the card. More, more, more strong feelings on the West than the yeah, East. Yeah, so year. so we've got ten on the ticket. I might try and whittle that down to like seven or eight, right? Like if, if I had to pick, like my yeah, I don't have Orlando. Yeah, I probably eat. So like, I might not. I might not take. I. I might. Not, you you might be right about Denver. So like my my favorites are. Atlanta, Houston, mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. Utah. Mm-hmm. Miami. I feel pretty good about Miami. I like Miami a lot. I feel pretty good Miami about Unker. Denver. I like OKC. And I like OKC, yeah. Yeah, you can. I, I could see, and I, I do like Milwaukee a lot too. I think I think if I were going to yeah. leave two off, they would be they would be Memphis and New Orleans, just because like, do I really want to sweat that out? Because I think both will be kind of close. Yeah, I've got ten. So I, I would leave. I might take those off. I might take those two off yeah. and play nine. 
I'd leave Orlando. Hmm. I would leave New Orleans. Hmm. You're keeping the Lakers? I think that they would be my number eight, the Lakers, looking at it. And then I think hmm. Miami would be my number seven. I think that's where I'm at. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I think that like my top six are Utah and Atlanta and Milwaukee, kind of at the top of the league. Denver is somewhere in there, and then my favorite would be Houston, and then I would be happy to take Oklahoma City. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I dig that. I think we've we've come to a, a good consensus there. I'm in. Yeah, I think most of our disagreement was on some teams that we were like just leaning yeah which is usually how it goes we usually have this exercise goes yeah and we have we had a couple where like you like the lakers more than me i like memphis a lot more than you you like new orleans you like orlando more than yeah me. you like new orleans more than me i i would i still think i'll probably take new orleans off i like it more but like there's enough talent there to spook you still think they're a 37 win team though yeah yeah, and anyway, I don't know. Robbie, tell the people where they can find you. Tell the people what's going on, man. Well, you can find me on Twitter at rcallen. You can find my work at uprocks.com, dimemag.com, all that good stuff. Um, it is preview season. It is cover season. It is all of those things. So you know how it is. Sam, it's always a pleasure. Robbie, we do it every year. It's pancake breakfast. We do it every year. (laughs) And I'm so glad we did it again. This has been the Game Theory Podcast. Please remember, rate, review, subscribe. Everything you can to support the show. Go go support Robbie. Like, please. We need to make sure Robbie is financially solvent. (laughs) Gainfully employed. Gainfully employed. Financially solvent. We'll be back next week with some draft stuff, with some NBA preview stuff. But until next time, we'll talk soon.